Being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a four barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. And this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today live at Novus Auto Glass in Colorado Springs, 3475 Pine Tree Square in the Springs, which, by the way, I just had I had Charlie's egg roll. You had Larry's egg roll. Right. They said they might turn us off for yeah. saying that. Well, Charlie can, but Larry can't. Larry can just quit answering phones. Oh, that's go home. not good. Sorry, Larry. Sorry, guys. I'll save one for you. Well, yeah, we'll ship them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, there we go. Yeah. All right, real quick, we have door prizes also going on, and one of them is from Steve Backman. He's an accountant down here in the Springs. He is giving away a free 2020 Federal 1040 and Colorado 104 personal tax return. It includes preparation, e-filing, and all the client copies. It's a $500 value. That is one of the door prizes. And he also does other things for business, yeah. small businesses. You, you name it, he can do yeah. it. So, yeah. so we've got that as well as food. Right. So come by. And give, more giveaways. That's right. All right. Let's yeah. go back to John, who we had on and lost at the last of the uh, bottom of the last or top of the last hour. John, welcome. What's going on, sir? Hey, brother. Sorry, I hit the I-80 dead zone right That's okay. Uh, no no worries. No, Novus and Cheyenne, those guys are top shelf. You drop your car off in the morning. They call you when it's ready. You know, if you got somebody from your office, when I was working in the office, never had a problem. But what they don't push enough is that lifetime uh, rain repellent. That yes, I agree. That stuff's awesome. In, you know, and the best thing about it in our our part of the country, we don't get as much rain, but you don't have a problem with getting the ice off your windshield because it doesn't right. stick. In the oh, that stuff works great. It's awesome. It is oh, good I, stuff. I'll, I will swear by that. And pay yep, me too. Wait, wait a minute. What? I'm lost. Uh, what is that? Okay. What is that stuff? You want to you want to explain it, Ricky? The, the aquapel treatment yes. is that what you're yes, talking about? Okay. Pill. Yeah. Um, basically, it's it's a treatment. It's a coating that's put on the, on the windshield that, when um, ice in this case or water, water, it basically comes off. And um, uh, it, it it's something that we provide at uh, at our locations. It uh, works well, by the way. It does. It Fabulous works really stuff. Well. So yeah. even if I didn't have a windshield put on here, I can come over and get that off. Absolutely. Really. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. Old windshield, they said in Cheyenne. Yep. Yep. Um, and and Troy Eberhardt, John, like you said, up there, he'll do it. Yeah, he'll do so, it. And he, yeah. Question hmm. and a great driver's ed story. That's it. Bryce, first the question: We're still in the never-ending uh, adventure to get a used car. We're okay. looking online. We're doing all the research, and we saw something. Read an article. I think it was Consumers Report that said it's better to buy a newer car with higher miles. Than an older car with less miles because it depends on the car. Yeah, it depends Depends on the car, John. Uh, Yeah, I I would not, and I know Consumer Reports will do this, but I would never go make a blanket statement on that. It depends on the car, who owned it, the car itself, uh, you know, the the type of car that it is, and so on. I I wouldn't make out a blanket statement. 
Okay, okay, that's what I thought. It's every every. Just get a good inspection if you're not buying yes. it from somebody reputable. Yes. Okay. Correct. You got it. Yeah. Now I don't know if you knew this, but in New York City, you take your road test on city streets. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? No, I didn't know New that. New York City truck. Yeah. Wow. One of the things that you have to do, and you still have to do it to this day, is you have to parallel park. Yes. All right, I'm taking my road test in early March, and there's snow everywhere, and the guy tells me to park. I'm halfway into the spot, and the car gets stuck on snow and ice. Oh, no. And he says, get it out. So I'm rocking it, I'm rocking it. It doesn't want to come out, and I just nailed it. I go flying out of the spot. I fishtail down the block. I recover. He goes, go back to the testing site. You failed. <laughs> oh. So... <laughs> So I no. said, okay, that stinks. So I made another appointment, and I said, all right, I'm not going back to Brooklyn. I went over to Staten Island because you can do it anywhere. Yeah. And my mom took me the first time I went with my driver's ed instructor. My mom took me the next time with her car, 73 Chevy Impala. I had a parallel parking. Same guy gets in the car to give me the test. No, you're kidding me. Yep. And he passed me. No problem. Okay. Not good. So I didn't have a problem, but... You know what? When that's—I think—that's becoming a more and more of a lost art. It is. Had a parallel park. It is. You're correct. Like I, I was—we were pulling in front of a restaurant in front in Cheyenne, and I parallel parked, and this guy goes, "Wow, you park really good." I said, "Yeah." I grew up doing it. Yeah. Most don't know how to do it it anymore. And and it's—you know—it's not even an art; it's a science. If you know exactly how to do it, you can get in any spot. Right in there. Foot longer than your car. That's right. Have a great weekend. You too, man. Appreciate it, John. Thank you very much. Ron and Estes Park, you are next. What's going on, Ron? Hey, uh, how's it going, John? Good. Um, I'm looking to buy a 2009, 10, or 11 town car, and I can't find them anywhere except online, and I've never bought a car like that. Okay. So um, they're they're at dealerships or dealers, Mm -hmm. and... They are. Uh, they come with a Carfax report attached right to. Typically, yes. Yeah, and they're unbelievably low miles and in great shape. But what well, uh, part of the country, Ron, are you looking, or where are they coming from? Well, uh, I'm not going to consider anything that's from east of the Mississippi. Okay. Uh, the ones I'm seeing are in Texas or Oklahoma. Okay. Or uh, some in California. I don't know if okay. California emissions makes a difference on how they yeah, run. On those, it wouldn't matter. You'd be fine yeah. on those. The thing you got to watch for on even some of the Texas cars, granted, this could be anywhere in the country because cars can float around. If you look at the Carfax, so you can typically track where the car has come from and where it's been, and that's one thing I would do. But the cars in Texas, keep in mind, they've had tons of hurricane flooding, things like that. Yeah. So that even yeah. though it's a, a nice you know, non-corrosive environment unless you're right on the coast. One thing to remember about Texas is the floods they've had. Yeah. Would that be in a Carfax report? No, not always. No. That's why you got to look at the area they're from. That's right. Because the way that yeah. works, for everybody listening, the way that works is, let's say that, you know, Ron, you own the car. You're in Texas, and all of a sudden it's in a flood. And depending upon how you've insured the car, maybe it's not super bad, but it was flooded enough that didn't do any engine damage or anything like that, but maybe the entire interior was flooded out. Well, you know, you can take that car, not turn it into insurance, clean it up yourself best you can, put that car in the market, sell it, do whatever you want to do, and no, that's not ever coming up on a Carfax. Right. Right. 
Well, how you? I don't know. I'm really uncomfortable buying something that I can't look at or. It's hard. It I out. mean, what yeah. you need to do there, and this is where we can kind of help you. If you find a car in an area that you're looking at, first of all, send me the car, send me the link, let me look at it. I can usually look at some things, even in some pictures at times, and kind of tell you, you know, good, bad, or otherwise. And a lot of times, we've got connections in those areas, right. you know, through the network of you know, just knowing guys around the country and where they're at, where we can we can maybe get you a likely get you a used car inspection done in that area prior to purchasing it. Even in that particular case, you can do so. You just have to have the context of where you're at, or where the car is at, I should say. And then uh, I don't know if it's worth going trying to get down there and and drive it back or just have it shipped. No, I'd have it transported if it were me. But, but then, you know, you can look around here, too, and see if there's something available because then you're paying the expense of getting it up. And you all. can, although that car, to your yeah. point, you're probably not going to find that car here. It, no. It, no, no. No, here's the thing. Typically, those the, the good dealers, typically the good dealers and the good resellers on the Internet will have a policy where if you get the car, it shows up at the front door and you don't like it. You, you you can typically refuse it and and you know off it goes. I mean, if they're an honorable place and they're going to stand behind their product, they'll typically do that for you. I've bought a couple of cars like that, and that's exactly the way it was. And if it's a good reputable you know dealer, th- they'll stand behind the product because they know when it arrives, it's exactly what they told you it is. If it's not, then there's going to be a problem, and you, you would you wouldn't want to buy that car anyways. Does uh, Hawaii is is Hawaii no. hard on vehicles? Yes. Yeah, that's yes. a no-go. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, that's a no-go. Yeah. yeah. Cars go to Hawaii to die, Yes. not to come back to the States, to the mainland. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. If you've been just, there, you'll see what yeah, it just, means. Just yeah. say it. I mean, typically, you're not yeah. going to pull a car back from Hawaii. Yeah. Even folks that would go there for you know the service or for business or whatever and get transferred or live there for a while, typically, they're taking a car, creating it, having it delivered, and it stays. Typically, they do not come back to the mainland. Rental cars do, and I wouldn't own a rental car coming back from Hawaii. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. I guess I feel a little bit better about it. Makes sense? Yeah. Again, okay, you, you so find how, a good link I, to uh, run Ron, just send it to me, and I'll, I'll look it over for you. Where would I send it? Just go to John, J-O-H-N, at drive-radio.com. Just send me the link. Cool. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Ron. And, by the way, you can also text us that stuff as well, 307 307- 200 Again, we're live at Novus Auto Glass in Colorado Springs. Ricky, the installer, with us as we as well. Bill's running around. Probably that's why he's not on air because he's busy. Right. But we a, need lot of, to, a lot of people here now, so that's People good. need to call up and ask Ricky a question. Yeah, we, yeah. any question you got on Auto Glass, we, we've got Ricky here. We've also got Scott, uh, our central regional director. Make sure I say that correctly. Central regional director. Scott was with us up in Sterling, so we enjoyed having him that last time as well. But if you got a question for us, please call 303-477-5600. We'll squeeze one more in here before we take a break. Donald in Fort Collins, what's going on, sir? Hey, greetings, my friends. How are you today? We're doing well, Donald. Thanks for calling. Well, thank you. Yes, by the way, I want to say, as I travel around the country, I've listened to different automotive uh, repair shows and yours is by far the best one you guys you. have done well, appreciate a great that. job over the years so great thank you. great job thank you anyway i i'm well you're welcome you're more than welcome uh, i had a couple of questions uh first of all i heard i heard you talking about the uh the windshield coating for the rain and ice on average about what does that cost per vehicle to have that application done. That that varies on, on location. You're up in Fort Collins. Is that what? Right. 
Uh, Chris Lawson owns that that uh, franchise, and uh, you'd have to just give him a quick call. It's going to vary a little bit. It's going to vary, location, yeah. Location. And I want to make sure you got the accurate price there. But um, if you just okay. give him a quick call, they do a lot of them. Um, he'll be able to get you set up. All right. He's All right. Ricky's Moving looking on. at the price right now. Okay. Okay. Uh, here's my question. I'm I'm fairly knowledgeable mechanical with vehicles, but the one area where I, I'm, I, I'm kind of a novice is in transmissions. Okay. And uh, I'm a real, real fan of VG products. I've had great success with the VG44K and yep, also with the VG uh, diesel additive. But I'm not familiar with, and I've never used any of the VG transmission products. And okay. um, I, I've got a opportunity to buy a 97 Ford uh, Power Stroke uh, shuttle van that we're going to give to an orphanage down in Mexico. Okay. Now, the, the shuttle, and it's an online auction um, uh, item, and uh, supposedly, supposedly, has 150,000 miles, which I find really hard to believe, being okay. that old. But... The, the one issue that it has is that when you put it into reverse, it hesitates for just a few seconds mm -hmm. before it, it yep. engages. And I'm thinking, well, is the transmission wore out or is the filter dirty? It's hard uh, to say. It could be one of the two. The first thing on that one would be to service it at an auction. Of course, you're buying it. You know, sight unseen, and once you buy it, it's yours. That's not uncommon on a shuttle to find it with that low a mileage. The downside is typically those are hard miles because in a lot of cases those shuttles aren't being driven very far on a daily basis. So that that 150, even though it seems low, is actually not when it comes to the wear and tear on the vehicle. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. And I thought that I wouldn't be so concerned on the power stroke diesel as I would that stop and go. You know, yeah. And, yeah, and the transmission the on that truck, by the way, just in that year, uh, that, that vintage, that's the weakest link of that whole vehicle is the transmission. Yes. So that's something yeah. you're going to want to get looked at before you send it south of the border. Right. Okay. And then, so uh, what, have it serviced? And have it serviced with an easy. I would probably, Donald, not even, I would have somebody look at it first. Once you buy it, if you do end up winning the auction and you own it, I would just have that vehicle totally inspected before you send it south and have yeah. them look at oh, the I problem will. on the transmission first. So you own it? No, not yet. But okay, so if you, if you do end up owning it, I yeah. would just, I would tell them, this is what the transmission doing, I need it looked at. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have anything service or do anything until you know for sure what's actually going on. They may want to pull the pan, look inside, and do some things along those lines before actually servicing it. And I wouldn't just walk in and say service it. I would tell them what's going on with it. All right, fine. Now, okay. in regards to the BG transmission products, uh -huh. are, do they work especially well for high mileage transmissions? It, it, oh, yeah. Any of them? Any of them. Yeah, any of them, yes. Okay. Okay. BG transmission. You All got right, it. They got a full. They got a full lineup, Donald. Yep. All right. Thank you so very, very much. You're very welcome, Donald. Thank you okay. so much for the call. Bill and Lake would hang tight. Deborah as well will be joining us in a moment, and it's Aquapel is the treatment. And and they have a special going on here in the springs for thirty nine ninety five. Yeah. Yes, for $39.95 in Colorado Springs for the grand reopening. Perfect. Um, you could either pick. Uh, 
the Novus glass chip repair, the headlight restoration, or the Aquapel treatment. For that same price. For the same, same price. price. Okay, Ricky, That's a thanks. good deal. That's a good yeah. deal. All right, yeah. Bill and Lakewood, hang tight. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. For over 37 years, Geno's has been your go-to auto service shop in Littleton for all of your car repair and maintenance needs. This month, take advantage of Geno's engine and cabin air filter special and receive a Napa $20 gift card. Do you want to breathe better air in your vehicle? Your cabin air filter helps to remove pollen, dust, smoke, and pollutants from the air inside your car. It's recommended to change your cabin air filter once a year in Colorado. Your engine air filter prevents dust, dirt, and contaminants from your engine. With any service, we'll do a free battery check to get you safely back on the road. Geno's continues to service Larry's Automotive customers, honoring warranty work you may have had done. Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off for service and pick up when ready. Geno's is a Colorado Select member and conveniently located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Check out Geno's Google reviews or call us with any questions. Visit Geno's online at genosautoservice.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. The hard part of my job is getting the case ready for trial. The really fun part of my job is going to trial. Call the personal injury attorney who enjoys going to trial, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. The thing that people need to do when they're talking with lawyers about trials, ask the lawyer that they're talking to whether they like to go to trial or not. Although most personal injury cases settle outside of the courtroom, you want an attorney who stands ready to represent you at trial. The reason that we say trial-tested, trial-ready is because we do enough cases that we are always ready. And it's like anything else. You ride a bike or you you shoot trap. If you do it often, you're still in good, regular practice on it. If you do it once a year, not so much. Trial tested, trial ready. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh. Call today for a free, no obligation consultation. 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We're live at the Novus Auto Glass location in Colorado Springs. Lots of folks have come by. We've had door prizes, yes. egg rolls, donuts. Don't There's tell them about the egg rolls. More, they, yeah, those are kind of ours, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to show up for the egg rolls yeah. if you're out there. It's, it's, it's food. We got, we got everything. We got door prizes, the whole nine yards. So, yeah. so come by. There's some things you can register for. And uh, just make yourself at home. 3475 Pine Tree Square. 
in Colorado Springs. Scott, our, our Novus rep, he is our uh, central regional director, is with us today, as well as Ricky, our installer hill here, I should say. we got one line open, by the way, 303-477-5600. But they don't only just do windshields, too. No, they do everything. Yeah, you got to realize that. I see people driving around, and they tape the back window, yeah. or they tape the side window with cardboard and plastic, and they and, do more work on that than they could probably. And maybe the window doesn't necessarily isn't broken, but it doesn't go up and down. You you guys can handle fixing those things. Right. That's what yeah. you guys do. Yes. Right? Yep, definitely. And, so, yeah. So, yeah, everybody thinks, you know, windshield. No, it's just no, not windshield. It's glass. It's, it's glass. glass. Anything glass. And, it's and glass. headlights. So headlights. It's, it's yeah. vision. Here we go. It's vision. Oh, that's a good way. It's the best way to say it. 303-477-5600 is our phone number. Uh, Bill in Lakewood, you're next. What's going on, Bill? You know, Amazon's going to take over the world. Yeah, except for they can't put in windshields. That's well, right. I'm, I'm just watching a YouTube of Amazon's airship. Yeah, I saw that with the drones oh, coming out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he was talking about that earlier. Yeah. Any, yeah, that's what made me look. Anyway, is, is it going to be that uh, if you want a V8, it's kind of a has-been type thing? Cause Eventually, was, yes, it'll be that. Yeah. I, I think I at some point, on, yes. I was looking on Chevy's website yesterday at the Silverados, and they didn't really have – I can't remember if they had a V8 or not. But, but they, they still were, do. They were putting V6s in them with turbo. They have V6s now. They also have, a, on the Chevrolet lineup, GM lineup, they've got the V6. They've got their two different V8s. They also have a V6 diesel. And then, of course, you get into the heavy-duty trucks. It's a whole nother, you know, gamut of, of vehicles and options and so on. But, yeah, right now they've got three, four different engine choices, I believe. Yeah, they're trying to do that because they're getting their emissions down by 2025. Yeah, and the diesel, the V6 diesel on the Chevys works extremely well. Uh, well, and then, then isn't that what Ford did? Ford has a V6 diesel yeah. as well, yes. And yeah, then they right. use V6 across the board, and you can right. still get some V8s as well. Yeah. Okay, thanks. That's about it. Yep. So, yeah, yeah but for now on the truck end of it, yes. Car, I've got too many cars left with V8s. If, yeah. Uh, Charger, Challenger, Camaro, Corvette. Uh, you know, Corvette, some, some of your performance cars. That? Yes, they still make Corvettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. bro in Denver's next. What's going on, bro? Hey, sir. Colin, uh, again, sort of like great show on Saturday. Uh, I have a 92. It's a GMC. It's a safari van, window yep. van. It's got the 4.3. Right. I had an alternator that appeared to be, it gave me symptoms in the last year. It was going like 15, 16 volt, and I was thinking, well, it may be starting to go back. So the alternator, it appeared to... Finally went out, no bat, no charge on the ba- I have a brand-new battery in it, $100 okay. battery. Uh, I've changed the alternator from the auto parts store. I've gotten one advance, uh, lifetime warranty, installed it, installed it two times, checking the connection, so on. My kind of question is, is, is there a possible fusible link on that harness, like below the tranny's? Because... I, and I, I've gotten a second alternator from, I've had them check the alternator on their tester before I walked out the store. Um, what actually device showed that the alternator failed? So I took it over to Zone. They put it on their tester and plugged it in, plugged it. It said, uh, pass the alternator. It passed with their tester. So I put it in the van. Uh, I'm not getting... Um, I'm not getting charge on on my dash. 
what you need to do is really take it and have the whole system checked on the car. Don't don't be trying to just test the alternator or just test the battery or whatever. Go test everything together, and they'll do a load test on the on the car. Will it run in and everything? And that's a better way to do it. Maybe and they can check the amps coming out of the alternator and right all there, that at the same yeah. time. Another thing in, in information, you know, the alternator has a post on it in the back, and then it has the harness. And right. if I hook my voltmeter from the battery and uh, where it connects, now some information says that that red wire that goes to the back of the alternator is actually a negative. No. 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 no I don't no, know who's no, saying no. that. No. 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 Okay. So that, that's that's the charge out, wire. Yeah. That's if going right to the battery. Actually, it goes down I... to the starter on your car, but then goes to the battery. Right. But yes. Okay. Um. Should uh, that post, if I check it with my voltmeter, shouldn't I? Because I hooked my Tiger clip up to the post and then went to voltmeter and then went to negative on the battery, and I get I got like five volts coming out the alternator. Yeah. No, that's not right. No. In, in fact, you should have full 12 coming out of the battery into the back of the alternator to Dennis's point. If you don't, you have other issues there yeah. outside of the alternator. Get the entire system checked before you do anything else. Yeah, because you're not going to be able to test this no. the right way without t getting it tested all together at once. You could have a wiring issue, fusible yes. link issue. And we can find that. Connection they can problem. find that right away. Correct. Yeah. Is is there actual like usable links? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. But the guy that's going to be testing your vehicle will be able to check all that stuff. And when you load it, then you can check it because Correct. you might have a good alternator and it's doing okay. But then when you load it, something else happens. You need to get it checked. Yes. The whole system. It could be just the the wire going down to the battery or down to the starter. It could be the starter coming back up. It could be a bad ground. It could be. There's so many right. things it could be, but, you know, just putting an alternator on doesn't always fix the problem. And if you have that low of voltage coming out of the back of the alternator, it's probably on. not an alternator issue because you'll yeah. have a full, you'll have whatever the battery says, you should have at that wire the same yes. voltage. Right, right. Uh, and if not, you have a problem somewhere in the wiring. I just yeah. kind of, in general, wondered if there's some fusible link somewhere in the harness. Yes, there is. To the yes. fuse pod. And yes, there is. there is. something happened in the harness. Somehow. Yep. Could very well be. Okay. Okay, bro. Uh, Appreciate it very much. Thanks for the phone call. John and Littleton, you got a question on buying a used vehicle. Troy and Cheyenne will join us in a moment as well. Don't go away any don't go away, guys. We'll be right back. One line open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ five sixty. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie distributing your local BG products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. As you've probably noticed, the fall is upon us. Now we call it fall not just because the leaves are falling, but the temperature is falling as well. So this week, we want to make sure that we're talking about your engine cooling system. Yep, that's right, the cooling system. Because the cooling system in your car does so much more than just cool the engine. Your coolant also acts as a lubricant and protects key engine components. But the reason that it's so important to check your coolant before the temperature gets too cool is that your engine depends on the coolant to keep it from freezing. So before fall turns too cold, make sure that you have the cooling system in your car checked and that your car is ready to make it through another cool Colorado winter. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Kens and Leslie. We'll talk to you again next week. 
Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Call Novus Auto Glass as soon as you notice a chip or crack in your windshield so they can save you more money. Novus Auto Glass wants to help you save more money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at getting a repair when you act fast. Glass repair is more complicated than you think. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack unfixable. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, though, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. Novus works with all insurance companies, and for those without windshield coverage, Novus will give you a discounted cash price. It's simple. Novus Autoglass saves you more money. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and find the windshield repair expert nearest you. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Barber's Foods has been feeding Colorado families the highest quality protein since 1949, sourced from farm, ranch, and fishing families that they know personally. In September and October, Barber's Foods is proud to offer your family wild-caught Alaskan sockeye fillets, caught by their own fishermen who personally catch the salmon in the Bristol Bay of Alaska in a boat that they own and operate. Go to barbersfoods.com to pre-order your Alaskan salmon fillets. And while you're there, check out the Morgan Ranch Wagyu, Colorado-sourced USDA choice beef and bison, Beeler's non-GMO gestation, crate-free Duroc pork, and Pittman Farms family air-chilled chicken products. Stock up now and save 5% off your entire order with the code SAVE5. You care where your food comes from. So buy your proteins from Barber's Foods, 100% Colorado native-owned. Barber'sFoods.com. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, live at the Novus Auto Glass location in Colorado Springs. Yeah. We're at 3475 Pine Tree Square. And you guys better come down. They're, they're coming in yeah, like I know. crazy. I know. Yeah, this is great. A lot of people walking by. There better be an egg roll left when I uh, get down. You better get back there. Yeah, I know. We're All right. Run. John Littleton <laughs> is next. Welcome, John. What's going on? Hey, we're in the market for a new Yukon XL or Suburban. Okay. And uh, we currently have uh, 2005. We wanted to upgrade two body styles to the 2015 to 2020 body style. Um, okay. So I want to know what you know about uh, the sore points of that. Uh, and, you know, if I wanted to put the high, you know, high trim level, I wanted to put the bigger motor and a different transmission. Yeah, you get, the six two, you get the 6.2 engine, uh, you know, more power. The mileage doesn't really change a whole lot on it. 
you know, there there is some advancements they made in 2021 when it comes to the actual storage and the floor and some things like that. But, you know, you're buying a brand-new vehicle if you do that. And there's not a lot of 2021s, you know, on the ground. Uh, but, yeah, you could buy a 2015 to 2020. There's there's no, you know, other than finding one that fits what you need, there's no drawbacks to it. Great vehicle, by the way. Still one of my favorite vehicles of all time, period. Best, I think one of the best buys for the money there is. So some people have been complaining or, I mean, telling me, well, you shouldn't get an all-wheel drive. You should get one that has manual two four-wheel drive. Nah, it doesn't uh, matter. No. On that one, it doesn't no. matter. On that vehicle, it's an, it's a non-issue. The auto yeah. track system on that vehicle works very well. Yeah. Just Again, just buy what you like as far as mileage, option, color, you know, you know, interior trim, you know, the things that you want. Just buy that. The rest of the mechanically, it'll be fine no matter what you pick. And as long as you fit in it. And even a Tahoe with a 5.3, they're, they're a little bit weak going up the mountain if you're towing a trailer, but if you're just driving the Tahoe itself and, and you're not hauling a trailer, the 5.3 even works well. Yeah. Uh, is there anything we need to worry about as far as mileage? What mileage would you start getting worried about? Well, well I mean, that, that comes to you in price and what you're looking for and so on. I mean, the higher the miles, the less the price. I mean, that is a vehicle that will run, you know, 300K plus just because that's it's a body-on-frame construction vehicle. They'll run a very, very long time. Uh, some of the weak points in that vehicle, like all vehicles, transmission, rear differential probably is one of the weak links in that particular vehicle. As you get high in miles, I'm, I'm talking 200K you know, plus, but prior to that, no, it didn't really matter. Okay, great. Yeah, we were. We need the space for uh, too many grandkids. Yeah, understand. No, it's a great vehicle. I mean, I, I've owned numerous of those in the past when we were, you know, raising kids and all that. My my youngest son has a full, uh, you know, uh, suburban. You know, the XL version, the long version. So yeah, no, I know all. I, they I, they work great. I mean, I, again, John, there's nothing bad I can say about them. It's one of the best vehicles on the market, I think. And you think, I mean, we were thinking of, uh, to go into the 6.2 motor just because we're in Colorado. Yep, I would if you can. If you can find yeah. one, go for it. The mileage doesn't change a whole lot. It's just being able to find what you want. Okay, fantastic. And, and you know what? Call Purefoy, too, and see if they've got anything out there that they either have or they know something coming in. Because with the 2021s coming out, there may be some guys trading in some 16s or 17s on those 2021s. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, Very so good. call him and find him. Talk to Bob out there, see what he's got coming in. All right, thank you. You betcha, John. Appreciate it very much. All right, let's go to Troy up in Cheyenne, Novus Auto Glass in Cheyenne. Welcome, Troy. Hey, guys. How you doing today? I'm no, Long time no talk. <laughs> well, a little while anyway. <laughs> <laughs> about, yeah, about 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's all right. Uh, that's fine. I wish I, wish I could have made it down there to see Bill's new, new facility and stuff, and just want to wish him, uh, wish him good luck and it just goes to show how the Novus franchisees are always looking to better and improve yep. and take care of their yep. customers. So, no, uh, and I appreciate you saying that. And I've been saying even you know off air to Dennis and these guys haven't been necessarily listening, but I'll say it on air. It's been a great partnership between myself, you know, Drive Radio, and, and even Rush to Reason during the day. You guys have just been a great uh, partner with us. I don't even look at you as a sponsor. Just a great partnership, and and you guys just take care of the listeners so well. I I've not had you know, an ounce of complaint from anybody that's using you guys. In fact, all I get is praise, and we just appreciate all that you guys are doing, Troy. Well, I'm glad we can help you. I mean, that's that's a, it's a great relationship. We appreciate you guys, too. So, Well, works but, two ways. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I, I just wanted to say congratulations to Bill, and hopefully, you know, wish him all the luck. And you know, now that he's got a fixed location, the calibrations are going to come, let me tell yes, you. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Yep. Nuts. So, well, and, and uh, along those lines, you're going to hear this, everybody listening on Rush to Reason, you know, starting this next week, we've got an ad 
running, talking about the calibration side of the fence, Troy, just because that's becoming such a big deal on the windshield replacement side. Big time, big time. So, yeah. For anyways, sure. we've been doing a lot of them. So anyway, that's, good that's deal. The reason I want to call and say thanks, guys, and and uh, how you doing, Scott, and how you doing, Bill. Good stuff. <laughs> doing good. Doing thanks, good. Troy. We appreciate it, man. You keep things going All in right. Cheyenne for us. Thank you, sir. Will do. All Thank right, man. Take, Take care. Day. We really appreciate it very much. Again, that's our Novus Auto Glass location in Cheyenne. And as you can hear, folks, from everybody that's called in and even being here in Colorado Springs, that's just the Novus family that we uh, that we yeah, have here as a partner. They're just great people. That's impressive because we've had a couple of people call that have Novus yep. shops Absolutely. all yep. over the state. Yep, right. And he's in Wyoming. Yep, right. <laughs> that's cool. Right. They're yep. good people. That's so. good. That's, that's pretty amazing. That's how it works. Yeah. Uh, Paul Aurora, you're next. What's going on, Paul? Hey. Thanks for taking my call. I've got Thank a uh, 94, 94 Chevy S10 okay. with a 4.3 liter V engine in it. Okay. Uh, my headlights are flashing on and off, and it doesn't matter if the truck is running or if it's uh, just sitting there with the headlights on. When you say flashing on and off, do they do it real quick, or is it a slow thing? Does it do it now and then, or is it like boom, 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 boom? Well, they'll stay on for my high beams do it quicker. My low beams will stay on a little bit longer before they start flashing. You know, it'll be a, like a flash, flash, then go back full, and then flash, flash, then go back full. I, my gut feeling is now that's with the you're telling me the headlights are on, correct? Yeah, with the headlights on. It's, okay, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether the truck's running, truck not, just headlights on. So in other words, the headlight switches on, the lights will then flicker. Right. Put a headlight switch in it. Yeah. It did. That would be my guess. Now, well, he I, said he did. I, you did put it. What, what brand did you put in it, by the way? I believe it was uh, Delco. Okay. Did it change? Delco. Uh, no. And I've also replaced the dimmer switch that's mounted on the steering column. Gotcha. I've looked for I've looked for relays all over the place. Under the hood, the only relays I've got there are for the AC. Uh, there's nothing under. I, I've read different articles, checked different videos. So you've put a multifunction switch in it and the headlight switch both, and they're still flickering. No, I didn't do the multifunction switch. I did the uh, the the dimmer switch that's on the column underneath the dash. I'm wondering if it's his alarm. Um, possibly. Do you, do you have a security alarm on that vehicle? No. I'm sure you do. If it, well, no, it might have came factory with one. Uh, you mean like an anti, an anti theft thing or something like that? Yeah. No, I don't. The only alarm I have is only alarm I have is the headlights and uh, that's it. Your headlights and the key in the, in the ignition, that's the only one I have. Well, my gut feeling is there's one of two things. Either the switch was bad, which it, according to you, you put a new switch in it, so that didn't fix it. The next thing I would look at is to see if you've got to shorten the system someplace that's overheating the headlight switch, making it then flicker. The only thing causing that flicker is the headlight switch is overheating. So, so let, me ask you, let me ask you another question. Have you replaced headlight bulbs or anything recently? Not recently. Okay. Anything else done electrical to the vehicle recently? No. Okay. So this just randomly all of a sudden started the headlights flickering on and off? 
Yeah. And uh, the multifunction switch uh, in the steering wheel? Yes. Uh, the way I, uh, I'm seeing it, it's only function for the headlights when you pull up and down the dimmit. And the rest of the switch controls, the wipers and washers. The side markers. Yeah, I, and I think you're correct on that. The dimmer, so I, if I, I'm trying to do this from memory, but the dimmer switch is at the bottom of the column, right? Right, and I replaced that. Okay. Uh, and, 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 I, and, I, and I wouldn't have. I don't think that's the issue. You've got a problem, like I say, either the headlight switch itself or, you know, because that's got There's the big a... heat sink, you know, off to the side of that that's built into the headlight switch. So my thought is there's a short someplace that's causing that switch to overheat. But isn't, I think there's a relay system in there. Not on that one, there's not. There's not? No, that's why it's got the big heat, heat sink on oh, the side of the switch. that's right. So, no, that, that one's not relayed to my knowledge. Again, I'm doing this all from memory. That's an old vehicle. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. no offense, but, you know, 26 years old, so I'm doing my best to, right. you know, to, to do this from right. memory. I but uh, I, I believe there's no relay. It is straight out to the headlights. And, again, my gut feeling is you've got to short someplace. Now, what I would probably do uh, next would be to un just don't, yeah, unplug the headlights themselves. Don't take the bulbs out or anything, but just unplug the headlights, turn the switch on, and see what happens. I didn't plug one. Whatever, but yeah, however you want to do it. Because then you'll find if it's on that circuit yeah. or not. Yeah, however you want to do that. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I would at least unplug the headlights themselves and then determine if it goes away. And yeah. the way you could do this, unplug them both, turn them on. If, if, it, if it works fine, then plug one back in at a time. If one works and all of a sudden you plug the second one in, well, then you know where you're at. You know, you know what circuit you're in. Okay. But that um, would be my guess. Where's the... Where's the heat sink? It's built into the switch, if I'm not mistaken. It's on the side of the switch. Yeah, if, if there's no relay, then it's going to be built in the switch. Doesn't doesn't that switch have a big have a big aluminum silver thing attached to it? On the back side? No. no. You sure? Yeah. You might be getting the wrong switch. I, I thought that was were built right onto the switch. You might be getting a. Well, I, oh, I replaced the switch about three years ago. Okay. And and uh, uh, I, I would I would again go through your process, but I, I I bet you the switch is bad. Okay, and then you're talking about the switch that uh, turns the lights on and off. Yes, the actual yes. headlight switch itself. Yes. Okay. That's my gut feeling. And again, I, and again, I'm, I'm, I, if I if I'm not describing everything incorrectly, you know, I apologize. I'm doing the best I can from memory. Again, that's no, no. yeah. I haven't worked on those for a long time, but. It's a pretty simple switch, as yeah, you know. Right. But yeah, if you did that three years ago and yeah. it's back, I'd replace it. And it's a cheap, it's a cheap yeah. switch. So replace it, see what happens. It's right. twenty bucks or so. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, what about uh, the diodes in the alternator? No. No, that wouldn't cause it. Okay. You know, one other thing too, and I just because I'm looking up the parts for that vehicle. Double check, you know, you might want to put the instrument panel dimmer switch in that as well. So I think I'd replace both switches. I would put the switch, because the dimmer switch is the one that's got the heat sink on it. I just looked up the part. Again, going from memory, so I just checked myself. The heat sink is built onto the dimmer switch, which is a separate component from the headlight switch. Put a headlight switch and the dimmer switch both, and I bet it fixes it. Okay, you know, I replaced that dimmer switch. That's the one on the column underneath the dash. No, 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 no. The head, the instrument panel dimmer switch that has the big silver heat sink built onto it. I don't have it. And it'll be in the dash itself. You'll have to take the dash panel off to get to it. Okay. Okay, I, I, I replace both of those and see what happens, and then let me know. I'll bet you that fixes it. 
Alrighty. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. You're very welcome, Paul. Appreciate it. Let's take a quick timeout. We'll come right back. Again, we're live. Novus Auto Glass in Colorado Springs, 3475 Pine Street Square. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hi, I'm Rolly Purefoy. You know, being in business for six decades in any business is a tough thing to do, especially in today's highly complex and competitive world. As a small business, we certainly have experienced many trying times when there was no clear answer or path to take for survival. The COVID-19 virus for all of us has been the ultimate business disruptor, but once again, we've managed to keep on keeping on, and we are there to serve our many tried and true customers that have depended on us to always be there. We aren't and never will be a big high-flying dealership, but one with honesty and integrity and a culture of doing things right. We appreciate all our customers, many of which have come long distances to do business with us. We are proud of who we are and what we do. Purefoy proud. We certainly need and would appreciate a chance to earn your business, whether it would be for parts or service or if you're in the market for a new or used vehicle. We'd love to be your Chevy dealer. Find us today at PurefoyChevrolet.com and find new roads. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy, and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555, or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Dennis Brewster, and we're live at the Novus Auto Glass location in Colorado Springs, 3475 Pine Tree Square in Colorado Springs. Dave in Broomfield is next. Dave, what's going on? Hey, John, uh, are you the, is your family the Rush Motors from Boulder a long time It ago? sure is. Yes, sir, it is. Okay, my, my family bought a number of Buicks there, but uh, <laughs> uh, I've been in Broomfield forever, but uh, awesome. Is there? What's the closest location of this uh, auto this auto glass to me? Is it Boulder? Okay, closest. Or? Yeah, closest. Well, probably going to be Mike up in Longmont's. Probably your closest. 
Okay. But okay, he'll come down good. to you if need be. I mean, he, he services all my fleet trucks over in Lafayette, Dave. So, yeah, he can come down that direction. Not a big deal. Okay, great. And then I've got a, a learning to drive story. My, my Let's mom's hear it. Father, my mom's father was a rural letter carrier in eastern Colorado. He owned the first registered motor vehicle in his county. You're and, kidding me. Uh, I, learned to drive, I learned to drive from him in his last uh, delivery vehicle, which is a 49 fastback two-door Chevy with a okay. three-speed on the tree out in the middle of nowhere in eastern Colorado <laughs> at age 13 or 14. So awesome. Easy way to learn to drive out there. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Good story. Yeah. All well, right, it's, you know, Dave, it's good. It's 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 uh, good to hear from somebody that's a native like myself, and there's not too many of us left. Well, I married uh, my a native. family moved to Broomfield when I was four, and I'm uh, 65. So yeah, I've seen, I've seen a lot of the same changes you have. Yes, <laughs> we have. We sure have. Yeah. Well, right. Dave, thank Thanks. you. I appreciate you calling very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. You're very welcome. And by the way, you can find any of our, I should have mentioned this earlier, you can find any of our Novus locations. Just go to drive-radio.com. There's a little Novus icon there. Click on that link. It gives you the full page listing of all of the auto, uh, all of the Novus Auto Glass uh, facilities we have across our listening audience. So just go to drive-radio.com, and you can even just type it in, slash Novus. takes you to the same page. And, again, they're all listed there. So uh, to our last caller, Dave, if you want to find uh, Mike up in Longmont's number, just go there. His number's listed. It's really easy. And if there's somebody that you think is closer, then, you know, feel free to call whoever you would like. These guys, you know, don't care. We just want to make sure we get you service. So, But we've got pretty much Novus Auto Care locations up and down our entire listening audience. As you heard earlier, Troy up in Cheyenne, we go all the way down to Pueblo. We fill in through the metro area. We've got Kent and Judy up in Sterling. We've got folks... Uh, Let's see, Zach's in, uh, what, the Castle Rock Castle area? area. we got people in Grand Junction, uh, Carbondale, Vail, Pagosa Springs. So all over. Yep. So, yeah, so just go to our website. You'll find you'll find a uh, uh, an autoglass location near you by doing that. Just go to drive-radio.com slash Nova. So either one of you guys got a learning to drive story before we end this hour? <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you. Uh, what? <laughs> the one, I won't tell you about mine, but <laughs> I will tell you about my daughter's. Okay. My wife, it was always hard for her with the kids. You yeah. know, they didn't like driving with her. So my daughter, one Sunday, we said, I said, here, let's go for a drive. And I, I always gave her different vehicles because okay. we had a bunch of different vehicles. So I gave her the Yukon. We had a two-door Yukon. You remember that? Right. I gave her the keys, and I said, let's get on the highway. We get on C-470, and we start heading. And, I, get, you know, she starts driving, and I fell asleep. I said, just stay on the highway. Just drive. And so she's driving and stuff, and all of a sudden she goes, Dad, Dad, wake up. Wake up. And I go, Oh, what, where are we? She goes, I don't know. That's what I need you for. <laughs> we were way up north. Almost, oh. uh, we were going towards Cheyenne. Oh, gotcha. Because she just so she got I twenty five. Yeah, well, because the highway didn't continue on. Right. We got off there oh, at I twenty five. Yeah. yeah. So we had to turn around, get That's back, funny. got back. And my wife. Well, you slept a long time. My, I did. And my wife's like, I can't believe you get in the car and fall asleep. And she goes, Dad always falls asleep when I drive. You know. So, That's great. Yeah. Nice and relaxed. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. okay. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, got, got lines open, by the way. 303-477-5600. Give us a call. We'll get you right on air. 303-47. I, I don't have any really good. I mean, I learned to drive. Gosh. It, you know, over time, I mean, my dad, you know, you know my dad. He's just one of those guys that, you know, he taught my, you know, my brother and I and even my sister. I mean, we learned to shoot at a really early age. I mean, I was driving, even sitting on his lap, ste- you know, steering the wheel so at, I. you yeah. know, I don't know, six, seven years of age or yeah. so. 
and then probably started driving on dirt roads up hunting and fishing when I was 11 or 12, maybe, maybe even younger than that, maybe even 10, you know, when I could hit the pedals. You know, as soon as I could get my feet to the pedals, you know, he'd, he'd sit in the passenger seat and say, okay, yeah. you know, drive us wherever. And once yeah. we got off the beaten path, that's what we did. And Same situation I had. And uh, But one thing that did affect me was my sister's first time driving. Um, I was in Duluth, Minnesota, uh, playing hockey, and uh, my first car was a 75 Cutlass that I had keystoned out and red with a white vinyl roof and, right. you know, loved. And uh, found out she took the car while my parents were watching me play hockey. And uh, my grandparents were watching her, and she smashed into a truck and uh, oh. took out the whole front end no, of my, I no. mean, so I came home and found that. And uh, so it did affect me in that way. But otherwise, yeah, uh, same same yep. thing. My, my father would always take us out. Yeah, I just so. sort of learned. I mean, I, I, I can't remember a specific moment, you know, learning to drive right. because it was just this process of. Over the years. Yeah, yeah. just, you know. Just took time, and so, eventually yeah. I'm driving. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So what I did is when my mom and dad would leave, when I had my permit, I would just junk. My dad couldn't get his Chevy truck to run very good. Yeah. It was a 63 Chevy, and I would I would get in there and time it right. I'd gotcha. take the distributor out, put it where it needed to be on top dead center, put it back in, and all the neighborhood kids would jump in, and I would go driving around, and I only had my permit. <laughs> and I'd drive it around and stuff, and then I'd get back, and I'd park it right in the same spot. And reset the distributor? And just take the distributor, pull sure. it up, and spin it, and drop it in wherever it landed. <laughs> You're mean. My dad, my, uh, yeah. Well, he, can, he would never listen to me when I said, Dad, I can time your truck. He goes, You're 15. You don't know anything about vehicles. I'm like, Well, I rebuilt an Opal. I know a lot right. about vehicles. And he just would insist me he wouldn't know but what he would do is accuse the kid neighbor across the street <laughs> for stealing gas out of it because i would never put gas back in it right just drive it right here's driving it yeah that's oh great. that's hilarious yeah yeah i, yeah, I uh I, I don't know i would again and i started learning i think even learned how to plow snow we had an old uh 55 half cab jeep at the dealership that oh, sure. you know i learned to plow snow on and i think i was plowing snow at I want to say you know, had a little three-speed transmission. It was an easy one to reach the pedals. Of course, I was you know fairly big at age 13. Anyway, so that wasn't a big deal. But I, I can remember plowing snow at probably 12 or 13. Sure. And even. look at you now. You own a plow. Company. Yeah, no, no, yeah. You all, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. You now can't get away from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Followed me all the way through. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, it's just one of those things that you just sort of like like yeah. you. You just sort of you know, Scott. You just kind of over time just learned. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't have a specific moment in time no. where I learned how to drive. And it's great because you, you know, your father, once you can reach the pedals, like you said, right. would take you out in certain areas. In Minneapolis, St. Paul area, we have a fairgrounds, which only, you know, two weeks out of the year is, is busy. Right. And you can go up and down the streets in there, and we used to do that yeah. all the time. Yeah, and on yeah. top of that, I mean, my dad was one of, you know, we had go-karts and, you know, mini bikes and motorcycles. And, you know, so we had something mechanical that you were steering and driving sure. and kind of learning all of that even at age 10, 11 years of right. age, well, so driving wasn't a huge issue. You know, issue, and getting so. on a riding mower or riding a tractor. Yeah, same deal. And, yep. and I started trucks. mowing lawn very early. I mean, right. you start it's to right. learn how a vehicle works, That's how right. machinery works. That's right. It's, yep. it's good for kids. All right, question of the day is your driving story, your learning to drive story like we just went through. We've got lines open. We are live at Novus Auto Glass in Colorado Springs, 3475 Pine Tree Square. Come by. We've got door prizes, food, fun, lots of good stuff, so come on by and just say hi. This is their grand reopening.
uh, Bill and Robin down here. Really appreciate them having yeah. us. Great so, people, too. All right, we'll yeah. come right back, guys. Don't go anywhere. One more hour left, Drive Radio. We'll be right back. This is KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.